Power of Suits, and welcome into another episode of the House Party Protocol TTS Special Report. My name is Will, and with me today, as always for these, is the one and only Merzane. What's happening, my guy? Nothing much. Just excited to go over some lists, as usual. Oh, yeah. I think it's going to be fun because we've got a lot of uh, good, fun things to talk about today. We're going to try to get through three lists, and then I'll be picking one of them to play next next week because we've got CS this week from last week. It's, it's way too confusing at this point. There's too many, you know, who's on first base situations here. But either way, this will be a list I play at some point <laughs> that we Do choose it. today. So, yeah, without further ado... Uh, I have yet to play my week three matchup, so I don't really have a battle report for you guys yet. But Merzane, you have a battle report from a, a match you had against another suit. Yeah, I played against uh, Jay Iverson or Jiverson. I don't know how exactly he said it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we had a fun game. I played the list we're going to go over, uh, a Dark Dimension list I, I wanted to try out. I kind of got it like a little bug in my head and decided... Uh, I needed to play it. Um, he played a, an interesting list that was like Brotherhood and or Guardians and also had Thanos. Um, and when I went into the matchup, I thought, okay, like, I think I can probably handle just about anything but Thanos. Yeah. And um, we played against Thanos. Of course. So, <laughs> yeah, we played against, it was um, Meteors and Hammers, 18 points. Um. He ended up playing Mystique with Juggernaut, Toad, and Thanos. And I played Dormammu with Rhino, Iron Man, and Baron Zemo. Um, I made some pretty bad mistakes. I didn't understand how Dark Restoration worked. I thought it happened during power phase and not cleanup. I uh, well, shot a like 20 die Helios laser at his Juggernaut for him to escort to safety. Because I looked across the table and it looked like Brace for Impact. Uh, um, so just some really bad errors that eventually led to me losing. Um, it was a good game. Uh, I don't think it was Dark Dimension's fault I lost. I think it was my fault I lost. Do you think um, that's a, a function of the reps with that squad and stuff? Oh, absolutely. It was my first time ever running it. I, I ran Dark. I've run Dormammu really, really early when he first came out. Like the day he came out, I put him together and played a couple of rounds with him locally. Like with some of the tools available yeah, and some of the, the thoughts available at the time. And uh, it was, I think I won them all and they were, he was fun, but I just never really picked him back up. Right. So suits, just in case you're hearing a, a puppy in the background there, I promise you Merzane is not abusing his dog. <laughs> yeah. She just had some surgery and my wife just left. So she's really upset about it. She's got really bad separation anxiety. Yeah. My wife. So, so if you hear that in the background, ap apologies. It's it is what it is, but uh, got to keep the puppy close because of just having a surgery situation, right, Merzane? Yep. Yeah, she's right next to me. She's laying down. She's looking at me all sad. Yeah, it's funny. She'll as just, she, as you ahead. talk more, she gets a little louder. I've noticed. Yeah, she's she wants to she wants that attention. Come she here. wants that attention, but she doesn't want to sit in my lap. She doesn't like sitting no. here with me. 
So I've got to ask you a couple of questions about more so about some things you mentioned than the actual minutia of the game so much. You said Dark Restoration. I want to talk about that for a second because that's like the Dark Dimension card, right? And yeah. when you say you were confused about how it works in the cleanup phase instead of the power phase, how does that matter? Uh, so um, I failed to read my cards correctly. Let's let's start with that. Uh, so Dark Restoration says, during the cleanup phase, Dormammu may pay six power to play this card. Place an allied character of threat value three or less. It has been KO'd this game within two of Dormammu. Character is healthy and has no damage, special conditions, or effects. So if it's during the power phase, that means that you're, that Dormammu gets to power up from, uh, what is it, the uh, Fires of the Fall Time? What's his? What's his? It, yeah, Flames of the Fall Team. Flames of the Fall Team. Yeah. So he gets, he gets to power up with that, giving him a little bit more power to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, his power where all of his friends get hurt and he gets extra power because he thinks it's funny. Um, but it also means that when you set down your character that you spawn in with Dark Restoration, they don't have any power because they've skipped that phase. Um, so that means that I could potentially, if if I play my cards right, end my turn at like two or three power on Dormammu. And then at the cleanup phase, when all my characters take their damage and he gains his power... I can have enough power to do it, which is what the thought was. Turns out it's actually in the cleanup phase. So I have to save power until the end of the round. And right. also they don't skip the power phase. So they do get the two power from flames of the fall team. Yeah. Well, which uh, is good for the character coming back, but it's bad for Dormammu. Yeah. It's a little give and take. Like, I don't think either is necessarily better than the other, um, but it definitely changes how you play the game when, when you think it's one and it's the other. Yeah. Um like your your game plan just changes completely depending on which one you're trying to play. Absolutely. Um, and I don't think it I don't think that necessarily lost me the game, but it definitely would have changed a lot of my decision making, which may have made me play a little bit better. Um but it was definitely one of those things when I looked at it later and we're like, oh, like we, we both just assumed it worked that way. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I, I assumed that it would work that way too. And yeah, we it it wasn't the biggest deal, but definitely read your cards. Don't 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 fall into my mistakes. <laughs> yeah, and read your opponent's cards apparently too, right? Yeah, read your opponent's cards. Don't just assume it's brace for impact because most people bring it. Yep, exactly. So uh, other than that, I mean, I'm glad you had a good match, and I'm glad that you had some fun with it and were able to, you know, it, it looked to me like Dormammu was doing some work early. Like Zemo went down early, but I think that was always the plan. And other than that, it seemed like things were kind of like okay, but... He, he did have a really good game plan. Like he got an objective with Toad and then got Mystique over with Asteroid M over to Toad, like on the corner of the board where had a hard time getting to him and stuff. I mean, it, it looked like he was playing really well. So shout out to Jiverson for that one. We actually found out the Asteroid M wasn't legal because Toad spent two power for Asteroid M and had a hammer. So, uh, uh, so that was another thing. We both, we both just weren't, we both made a lot of mistakes. Unfortunately, I think a lot of the mistakes were, it was mostly me. I mostly yeah. misread a lot of stuff and I should have caught that too. Well, I caught it like midway through the round. Like, Oh wait, we can have done, but it was too late. Yeah. We're way too far past being able to rewind that. Right. Um, I, if I was paying a bit more attention to stuff like that and, you know, had actually had a few reps with my, my, my uh, team, I probably would have played a little bit better. 
do I don't you, think that like dice failed me or anything. There, yeah. He did get the, what he needed though. Like yeah. Thanos one shotted where he needed to. When I just, I'm like, I want him to do two punches so I can get two power on Dormammu. He would do one and kill. Right. Stuff like that. Do you and, feel um, like that your, sorry to interrupt you, that your distraction was because you maybe were getting not so much tilted in the like frustrated way, but like, because things weren't exactly going your way, maybe with that, like you said, that Thanos one-shotting or making a mistake with with the Dormammu power or something like that. Do you feel like that that contributed to your lack of focus? Yeah, I think so. Like, there was definitely a bit of, there was definitely a moment where the game was turning out of my favor. Like, round one, it was, it, it looked like, I'd set it up to, to end fairly evenly. I, I got two of the meteors and, uh, two of the hammers, but then uh, Thanos killed Zemo and got that hammer off of him and Mystique took the meteor and I couldn't take it back. And then Rhino moved up to get that, th that second meteor I talked about. And then his juggernaut moved up and stole it out from under him. Mm. So it's six to one and there wasn't a whole bunch I could do about it. It didn't matter who I sent up to get the middle hammer and get that, um, Meteor, Thanos was going to kill them. Mm -hmm. And I just had to hope he didn't. And then I had to go up and hope that I could take the other Meteor. And my Iron Man was just a smidge out of going and recovering the Meteor from Mystique. Uh, that's terrible. Um, and so I think that really put me on edge because now I'm playing a list I'm not familiar with in a situation I wasn't planning for really far down. And it's like, make or break if i make too many mistakes the game's just over and i know i know they're coming because i don't know this list right right <laughs> so i wasn't like upset it wasn't like anything with like tilting because of dice or the game it was just there was definitely a lot of being flustered because i'm stuck in this unfamiliar situation and i can see it spiraling I, I right it's like when you put your quarter in that thing that like spins it around and goes down and like rolls down into the hole yep it's like, a, it's like, I just put my quarter in the slot and I'm about to watch the ride and I'm like, oh, but I know there's no way to stop it now. <laughs> there's no way to stop it now. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Well, speaking of things that we're not going to stop, let's dive into your Dark Dimension list, or as you like to call it, Dark Dimension trial and error, but mostly error. <laughs> <laughs> and real quick, before we jump into this, though, just to prep everyone out there, we're going to try to do three lists today. and we're going to do Merzane's Dark Dimension list. We're going to do an X-Men Red list from uh, last week's episode that we didn't quite get to. And then we're going to do a Guardians list. So so check out all of those. And it's going to be in that order. So if you've got one particular that, that you like, you can skip forward a little bit and listen. But I think you'll get some good stuff out of all of these. So anyways, Merzane, take it away with your DD list. Yeah. So um, I built this list uh, sort of on, on like a whim. It seemed really cool. There's a lot of things I'm going to kind of go over. I'm going to go over as the characters come up because I think it's important to know why these characters are here more so than a lot of other lists. So, of course, we started with Dormammu. He's there because he's Dormammu. Um, and then I had a theory that everyone talks about, well, you don't want to get too much power and you want characters that can use the power. So every character in here either has a way to dump a lot of power on their round, a way to use, use or gain extra power, or used to, ways to use it defensively. So mm -hmm. That's kind of like the going theme with a lot of this. So I don't get stuck with too much power, and I can find ways to get exactly how much I need. I can modulate, sort of. There's a lot of that in this list. 
my first choice is Baron Mordo. Uh, I like Baron Mordo because he provides a more affordable mystic attack than Dormammu has available. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of ways to spend his power reactively. Soul Barb is cool if you can get it. Um, being able to like spread incinerate poison or slow. Oh, I know. Not well. a lot of get my guys and hex. Um, but mostly he's there so he can give two dice to Dormammu. And then also, so like that that helps. And then he can also modulate his power with if he ever gets pushed, he can advance by paying two. So typically, I see. I think a lot of his rounds are going to be spent with him uh, using up all of his power in between rounds. And even if he does go to six, which isn't that hard. Cause like round one, you move up, you match the occult and he's got four and that's two ferocities or a ferocity and a vaulting boots. So there's a lot more options he can do in this list. Cause he's just flush with power. There's just the balancing act of making sure he's not too flush. Yeah. Um, the next one, Zemo, he's kind of a given for any dark dimension list. I think charge is online round one. Uh, counter strike is a really good way to modulate your power. Master Swordsman's a really good way to modulate your power so he's not getting too much. Um, typically, the only time he really has problems when he gets one shot. Um, <laughs> yeah. When he when he does get one shot, you can't, you're usually like not, you don't usually have the power for Master Swordsman. You can't dump it with Counter-Strike. Um, and then he, he's going to start his, he's going to start his backside of health down and that kind of sucks. But um, he also gives re-rolls to Dormammu and your friends. He's just a really solid piece uh, at three. My next one's Black Cat. She doesn't have any way to modulate outside of her activation, but between Troublemaker, Graveling Hook, and Master Cat Burglar, she's spending all of her power every round. I can find a way, even if it's she's got a piece of, she's got a, a an extract in the corner, which, you know, that's what we like to do with her. If I just Grappling Hook once, I mean, yeah, that's all the power she gained that round, and she's going to be relatively safe. She's also a long-moving stealth character, and that's really important now. Yeah. Uh, but... Troublemaker's really good, even if I'm not doing her to run away, because I'm probably going to have less characters and so less actions. And being able to put a stagger on one of their characters to remove an action is going to help action economy a little bit. So hopefully I can start outvaluing them. Yeah, absolutely. My first sort of experimental character is Black Widow, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, I need this to be a three-point Avenger, which I'll talk about with the next character. Um. So I need a three-point Avenger. I was really interested in interrogate and parting shot. So interrogate, our first parting shot. Parting shot's a good way to modulate power. Someone shoots her, she shoots him back and runs away. And hopefully that dumps enough of her power. Um, she's pretty safe. She's a stealth character. Long-moving stealth would have been way better, but it is what it is. But also one of the things I like about her is interrogate is interesting. Um I think it's really easy to get the power forward in Dormammu because it'll be online round two mm-hmm. when most of the people are getting dazed. She, with stealth, can kind of sit in a safe place and then probably get to that dazed character. And with the four power she'll have, um, that should be enough to pick up any objective they were holding, maybe hold the secure they're holding, and interrogate them. And that's a three-point swing. That can win games or really swing games. Um, so that's sort of the idea of her. And then she's also got good output with automatic pistols. You know, next to a next to a Baron Zemo, that's that's a lot of firepower. Yeah, and um, then and then buffing that with Baron Mordo with a ferocity is extra spicy. Yeah, there's a lot of ways that she can like get output. I haven't put her down yet because I'm a little scared to. I'm, I'm realizing how tight space is in these lists more, but she's definitely one of the experimental ones. Yeah. Um, my next character, the reason I needed a three point Avenger is because I have Captain America Sam Wilson. Uh. 
which some people have told me is a little weird. Um, so he's here for two reasons. One, he's a fantastic character and has lots of ways to dump his own power and an online charge round one, just like Zemo. Yeah. Um, but he's more fit for control rather than offense because he could do all the pushes and the throws and stuff. Yeah. But, but he's also here because secretly I have a 15 threat Avengers list with him. <laughs> uh, so, you know, typically uh, lower points for Dormammu isn't great. Uh, 16 and 15 are a little, little, little sketchy and 14 yeah. points. Thank goodness it's gone is awful. So, at 15 points, I have Captain America, Sam Wilson, another three-threat Avenger we'll get to next, and Black Widow, and that forms a nine-threat squad. All I have to do is add six more points, and I have a 15-point squad. And that's any of my two threes or my four and my two, which are going to be the last two we talk about. Um, so I think that's a pretty good trade-off. I think that his he's got a lot of uses with Dormammu, and he's also going to be able to help outside of that. Um, Iron Man. It's Iron Man. It's he's Iron my Man. Three point Avenger. He, he's really good with two threat. I, he's it's basically like he's in Steve. Yeah. Um, of course, he can be brought back with. He can get a lot of Unibeams off and then get brought back with Dark Restoration, which is cool. Um, a little spoiler alert: He has Helios Laser. That's one of the reasons I like him and Helios specifically. Is that's a way to modulate power for your whole team. Um, oh yeah. If everyone everything gets out of control, you can Helios Laser it all away, um, and then people aren't taking damage. And then you also get a really cool big attack out of it. So it's almost like I brought him so I could take a tactics card to dump power and got a benefit for it. Yeah, I, I actually really like that. I think thinking about Helios in those terms within Dark Dimension is really interesting and something that I haven't really thought about before, but it makes it makes a ton of sense. One of the things I'm really liking about uh, Dormammu is you have to think about power differently and like really think about power management. It's been very fun. Like the games I played with it and, and like the experiments I've thought with it, all yeah. the head sims. It's interesting. I'm thinking about this too. And it's like, having played so much strange Supreme recently. It's like, man, I would love to put strange Supreme in there with Dormammu so he can start with a scalpel turn one and then being able to do that every single turn, no matter what, it just feels really crazy. You know what I mean? It is. But, it is. And yeah. we can, I can talk about why there's some reasons why I haven't done weird stuff like that, which I could talk about later, but let's go ahead and get through. I want to yeah, get through all these. Get through this. Um, yeah. Cause there's going to be, there's like three more. Yeah. There's three more, three more characters. We're almost there. <laughs> My next one is Hoff and the boys, Nick Fury and the Howling Commandos. Um, so I like them over something like I've seen a lot of people talk about Heimdall or Lockjaw or Dark Star. Uh, they're my way to move Dormammu. Um, siblings in Arms gives him a really, really big amount of distance. They've got a good ranged attack with their prototype weapons. That, funny enough, is great because it's not a builder. Mostly people would be like, well, I like it being, I want it to be a builder, but I don't. I want it to give them as little power as possible so yeah. they're not taking damage from the effect. And most of the power they need is going to get, is going to be given to them by Dormammu. Um they can turn one, move up, do a siblings in arm, shoot somebody, and that's enough power next round to do the show's over. And that's perfect. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Um, they, they've also got incinerate, which can be a little difficult to get on people um, in this list. I, it's the, they're the only one besides Dormammu that can do it and my two threat, which is a spoiler. Um, but they're just really good at it at range three and energy. Um, and got your back so way to, to modulate power outside of their activation. 
Yeah. Uh, someone dies, they shoot them back for two power and get a power back. So I'm basically dumping a power every time I do it. Yeah. Good no, I, I, yeah. I think it makes a lot of sense. And I, I think you mentioned sibling in arms as like, I mean, that saves Dormammu his teleport power and you basically get mm -hmm. more range than you would with his teleport. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, uh, it's very good. I, I've played it a couple times and I really enjoyed it. Um, I, we, we both talk about it all the time in Sentinels, but I get to do it now without wasting R and D or bringing Wong. I just get it. Yep. Um, the next one, I'm going to be honest. This is the reason I want, this character is the reason I wanted to bring Dormammu. My friend played this character with Dormammu. And when I saw all the ways they interacted, I, I knew I had to, I had to build on it and play it. So Josh, so my friend, Josh, if you're out there listening, I know you won't cause he never wants to listen to anything I do. Um, <laughs> you're the reason for this. Thank you. And I hate you. Uh, <laughs> so my next character, my ninth character is Rhino. Um, so Rhino is very cool in this list. Uh, Rhino loves power, um, uh, more than a lot of other characters. And I don't know if you know this, Will, but I feel like his secret sauce power level is seven, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, because with flames, of the fall team, if you get six power, you take a damage giving a power to Dormammu. Uh, so if for any reason, Rhino ever ends his activation on four, gains a power for the turn, gets up to, and then gets one from flames, gets six, and then takes a damage, Ornery activates uh -huh. because an enemy, an allied effect has damaged him. Yep. He gains another power, and that puts him at seven, the sweet spot. That um, also, that what that also lets him do is... gives Dormammu a power, right? Because he took a damage. And it, and it gives Dormammu a power. So taking a damage during the power phase at six, at six health gives two of your characters an extra power. Mm -hmm. which is great for them and also great for your Helios lasers. Oh, wait, actually, I'm sorry. It does not give Dormammu a power because I was just making sure that I had that right because it's when another allied character is damaged by an enemy effect. Oh, or by Flames or of the Fall Flames Team. Ah, fall keep team. reading, Will. Keep reading. Reading is fundamental for this list, I'm yeah, telling you. Yeah, clearly. There's a lot of weird nuance. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, so, continue. So that interaction just like got me. I was like, that is so cool. There's got to be a lot of ways you can do stuff with that. So, of course, he's a character that round one doesn't do a whole lot with it. Uh, Stampede and his throw both cost three, uh, but he is a short-moving big base with a place on a range three attack. So, potentially, he can get there. If he just does a single damage, he can, with his gore, he can stampede or, or throw a, a building at somebody. But more importantly, it doesn't matter what you do to Rhino. It doesn't matter how much you deny him power. Every single round, he will have two power, to rob you. Yeah. So you always have to be careful because Rhino can rob anyone on the table almost at any time. Yeah. He may not be able to pick it up, but he can rob you. But it's being, you're getting robbed, right? <laughs> and that I was like that. part of the interaction. On, on top of that, he's just really hard to kill. Um, he's very mobile. Um, he does a lot of cool things that Dormammu really wants. Unfortunately, he's, th he's th four threat and can't be brought back to life. But of the four threats, just all the different little nuances. Aggressive is another thing. It's a good way to get people. People like to control Dormammu lists. Yeah. Aggressive is a good way to help with that. Um, and he's your only four threat here. He's my only four threat, which we'll talk about soon. All right. <laughs> What's the last character uh, then? My last character is Toad. 
it's it's Toad. Toad has a lot of ways to to power modulate. He does a lot of objective stuff. I figured I had enough offense. I wanted a more objective based character. This could it. be Bullseye. Um, a lot of people run Bullseye. I wanted Toad. Incinerate hops maneuverability control. He can take stuff off of Dormammu. If Dormammu needs to go in and get his hands dirty. There's just a lot of cool things he does. Um, and I figured he was probably the safest bet for my team because I feel like Bullseye could probably accidentally gain too much power if you're not careful. Yeah. Um, but that, let's go ahead and just shoot through the tactics cards. They're easy. Bird of Prey, Brace for Impact, Indomitable, Dark Restoration, Helios, Mark for Death, Mission Objective, Recal, which is cute because Dormammu count, counts skulls and they don't get re-rolled. So I just have free successes if there's a bunch of skulls. Um, smash, and this is a robbery. Love it all. And you want to go ahead and go through the crises real quick? Yeah, let's go ahead and hit them. So I, I wanted to be more fighty. Like there is control, but obviously I want to like utilize the fact that I have a monster on the table. <laughs> so my secures are deadly meteors, demons downtown, and intrusions. Uh, they're fighty and they all, except for demons downtown, let me do stuff with my power, uh, like pay to flip, yeah. teleport, stuff like that. Um, extract, deadly legacy virus cured. Um, cause I have toad and I have black cat that seemed okay. It's a higher threat value. Just trying it. Uh, research station attacked. It is low threat, but it has two things. One, it fights and I can play Sam who is yeah. also good on research station. Uh, but also people don't want to pick my extracts. They always want to pick my secures because they don't want to fight Dormammu on research station because I'll get the research station and whatever point cost I want. Right. So they don't, no one has given me my extracts yet. Um, and then the Montessi formula found all three of these are typically kind of slow. Deadly legacy virus can pick up really quick, but I have ways to, to get around that. And then if I get all the stuff, which I'm trying to, I, I can just win the game. Yeah. Do you prefer secures or extracts in this one? Like if you have priority, I typically pick secures. Um, yeah. and it depends on the list too. Uh, I think that there's times where I look at the board and I go, it depends on who's like slow, slower or scores slower. If I'm playing against someone who's going to score fast on their secures, I'm picking mine. If they're scoring fast on their extracts, I might pick mine. I got you. Um, it's just about trying to like, I want to keep the game slow. Cause I want to start going. I have to go for attrition. I'm playing Dormammu. Right. Um, and if I do get like, uh, objective advantage, and that's great. And I can start grinding it out. Um, but really I just want to keep the game slow and steady and, and win off value. Yeah. Cool. I love it. So let's, let's talk about what changes you think you might want to make or, or, or stuff like that. Cause you, you gave a lot of good reasons for why your characters are here, but it sounds like you had a couple that you were kind of like, mm. yeah, there's, there's um few things I want. Uh, the first one is I need another two or four threat. I agree. Specifically reason being, and I found this out playing sooner the other day. Uh, I have no way to play 16 or 18 points with Dormammu and Rhino. Uh, which doesn't sound like the worst problem, but I want to put Rhino at every point value if I can. I mean, sure. I could play Rhino at 15 with Dormammu with this list. It's only three characters and it's not great, but I can do it. Um, so I kind of need a four or a three threat and I don't know which ones to use. Also, the more I look at it, so I, I'm thinking Baron Mordo might be the, the one to dump just because it's, yeah. he's not very durable. He's easy to kill. 
And I feel like his support may not be enough. I think I need some a little bit more output potentially because a lot of my other supports have ways to also hurt people. Yeah. And that may be something I need. My other one is Black Widow for a lot of the same reasons. Uh, but also she may not do enough in the Sam list, but she, I do need a three point Avenger specifically. And I want one that disguises well in Dormammu. So stuff like iron fist is kind of out because iron fist, uh, like you don't want him to have a bunch of power. He's going to take damage. He could, I mean, he could be, I'm not, I'm not opposed to it. I just feel like that maybe raises an eyebrow. Um, Luke cage for a little bit of the same reasons. Cause he doesn't yeah. do a lot with his power. Well, what about so, someone like maybe Ant-Man? Does Ant-Man fill, fill that void? I mean, being able to get a bullet ant barrage kind of at will, if you will, seems yeah. decent. Like, he doesn't have a ton of way to modulate his power like you've mentioned, but I think the threat of a bullet ant barrage kind of out of nowhere could be interesting. Yeah, and I was also thinking about uh, just now, because I have never thought of Iron Man, I'll be honest. Um, being able to do something like uh, move, move, transform, and then hitch a ride and get like a, a back secure is cool. But also with two power, we can take advantage of that by getting, um, uh, what is it? Uh, pay to flips. Yes. So if, we, if someone takes us to like um, cosmic portals or, or if I get uh, meteors, that's a way that I can like hitch a ride and also, um, get my thing or right. uh, get the thing over there if i don't like kill him in one hit uh another one that was potentially interesting was like uh beast i thought about him too uh beast can kind of modulate his power on defense uh and he's got a, a throw and he's got some cool stuff my my biggest issue with beast is the wild on his strike is is a must you yeah. have to place him and i'm a little nervous about that i get that um, Quicksilver is another one I thought about because of the steel, but steel. I don't know if I want to do more tactics cards. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you're already going to be taking, you're probably taking Brace and Indomitable every time, plus Dark Restoration, plus Robbery. That's four automatically every time. That, yeah. As much as possible anyways, I should say. So. Yeah. So there's a lot of hard. This also could be a four threat Avenger. Well, that does change the math for 15 points, but this could be if we need to. Well, so here's what I was thinking is you do a three for a three in like agent widow. You take agent widow out and find another three threat Avenger. And then you make Mordo, whatever four threat you want. But yeah, it could be an Avenger. I was thinking something like something like voodoo might be interesting for you here because that way it gives you an opportunity to, have more access to a possession, play that objective just that much a little bit better, and he can have some decent damage output. That's true. Um, I was also thinking about Black Panther. Yeah, Black Panther is is really nice too. Now, before before we get into this fourth thread, I have one more three thread that I was thinking about here. What about Hawkeye? I I considered Hawkeye. My issue with Hawkeye is he doesn't he's not really able to get in the fight. So you'll have issues where you need someone on a point and he really doesn't want to get there. Um, he's not bad, but I do have another one that I want to think about. Okay. Uh, one I haven't bought. So this may <laughs> convince me to buy this character. Finally, uh, Miss Marvel. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So she's got good range. 
like Hawkeye, one less die, but but with a push. Uh, embiggen means that she can get uh, some interesting stuff going, and she's got a throw. And, and, and she's got a reroll. Punch is a gainer instead of a builder. Yeah. Her punch on her main side is a gainer, and she gets a reroll. And her um, her transformed high five, it is a builder. Uh, the only problem is she can't really modulate. She has right. no like defensive ways to, um, to to change dice, but I feel like she does some interesting things for the list potentially. Uh, and if it is her activation, she does want to spend all of her power, right. and there are ways to do it. And because of the of the gainer, that it's predictable how much she'll get potentially. Yeah. Does it's now it's weird that she doesn't have to throw on her backside. Yeah, it is very weird. She's an odd character. So, what about this? You said a four-threat Avenger is a possibility. What about Spider-Woman? Spider-Woman I have thought of. Um, I mean, you, you, talk about, you talk about interrogate. It's, she has that. The, she's got a place, so she doesn't really have ways to spend her power on the opponent's activation. But I, I don't know. I think I think that might be interesting. It also lets me potentially do the thing where she can double activate. Yes. Um, That's I another tactic. That because I will have priority most of the time. Yeah. Uh, that does. I, well, and here's the other thing, too. So, like, I could do a four threat Avenger like her. And I could still have the three threat Avenger to modulate my 15 threat how I want. So. She doesn't necessarily have to be the only Avenger we take. Right. Um, I do like her a lot, though. Um, and that gives me more ways to do intoxicating blasts. Yep. Uh, did I have... I don't think I had anyone else I could poison, though. Uh, you did. You had one... Um, or I guess it was Widow. I think Widow, Widow could poison yeah. people. <laughs> Widow could poison. We're losing that. Yep. That's um, cool. There's currently a question about whether or not both can interrogate and get two points. I think that it's being discussed. If that happens, then we might we might take both. But I think that her swapping out for Spider Woman sounds like a good plan. Um, cool. I'm gonna mark yeah. it down. Cool. I'm a little worried about her output, but I think that that's worth testing. And then Baron Mordo, we got to pick out a three threat for Baron Mordo. Yeah, and now I mean, I still think that uh. uh Avengers three threat is a reasonable thing to kind of make your point values, but I don't think you have to have one now. Right. Right. This, this, um, this could be something simple like winter soldier too. Uh, yeah. If I, I'm not running Avengers assemble to hide the 15 threat. And also, cause I have a lot of space issues. I could, I could change bird of prey to Avengers assemble and telegraph it more, but, um, it could be Winter Soldier. He doesn't have a lot of great ways to modulate, but he does have got your back. Yeah. Um, I just, someone offensive. I was thinking also, if we didn't do an Avenger, Winter, uh, Red Guardian, another yeah. one I'll have to buy. <laughs> <laughs> I think Winter uh, Soldier is actually probably a really nice one because then as your opponent, like if they go into Winter Soldier as an example, then okay, he gets to come back. Or if they go into somebody else and you've positioned it right and everything, you can have the clap back online pretty easily. Yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking. Um, also, so my friend ran, um, who's the robot in Hydra? 
what's his name? Zola? Zola. Uh, he played Zola. Does Zola poison people? Zola does uh, a Not, bunch of different he's things. He's immune to it. He does bleed, shock, slow, or stun. And he can add dice to his own attacks, which is nice. And then he can help people re-roll, which is also nice. But they get bleeding afterwards, but Dormammu doesn't care about bleeding. No. Um, I think that's interesting, and a good re-roll character might be cool for consistency, but that, that's kind of hard to find one. I don't know if I want Zola. Well, he also, also suffers Zola. the same problem that Mordo does in that he's got a two physical defense. True, yeah. Um... I'd say so. Hmm, it's so hard. There's so many good characters. Ooh, here's an interesting one. The Blob. Okay. So he's tanky. Yeah. Uh, which also ties into having ways to modulate. Um, he's got a throw. Mm, I don't know though. Looking at his card, I don't know if he does enough with the list. I'm gonna I'm gonna scratch that. Yeah, I don't think I don't. I was I just pulled <laughs> oh! it up. Here's the fourth thread I was thinking of. I wanted to talk to you. Now I remember. It's all coming back to me. Uh, the fourth thread I was thinking of was Black Swan. Black Swan. I, look, I have a special love relationship for Black Swan. I don't play her as much anymore. I love that character, dude. She is so good. So, so here's what I was thinking. So we're talking about her being so good at five thread. I get one less power and get her for four. No, yeah. Look, in in Dark Dimension, I think she's really going to shine there because charge online, the the thing you can't do is charge into an I-beam turn one. That's the thing that stinks. But still having the ability to charge turn one and all of that stuff, I still think she has the problem she has everywhere else of just being made of tissue paper for some reason out of nowhere. And that's frustrating. And that's that's my biggest problem with her is that she just literally cannot stand up to punishment. And you have to think about that when you're using her. And she's got so many things that she wants to and can do that you've really got to manage what you do and realize you can't do it all. I think she's True. excellent. I think she's excellent. Like, don't get me wrong. And if if the goal is murder... She's great, but but again, the, the problem that I think you're going to have with her in this list, like I think it's worth trying. I'll say that, but I think the problem that you're going to have with her in this list is, okay, cool. She's going to get two power every turn, right? So that's charge online, but everything dies, which is what you want to gain up for. You, you want to get to everything dies as fast as possible, I think, uh, at least in my experience with her. Because that's her big threat, right? Like, everything dies is the thing that everybody is afraid of. So anyways, right? you try to get to everything dies as fast as possible. Well, that means you can't charge. And that means you're only going to be moving and attacking and probably leaving her in a dangerous position. With no power. That's true. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to try Spider-Woman. I think yeah. that that was a good idea. And I'm going to, I, I want to, uh, the more I've thought about it, the more I'm thinking about all the cool things. You can do. Yeah. As, as I'm going to throw it out of left field, another three-thread Avenger. Let's have it. 
I know I trashed him a little bit earlier, but I'm thinking Iron Fist. I was thinking the same thing, honestly, like while we were going through this and you were talking about three threats and all this stuff, Iron Fist kept coming to mind. And I get the idea about not, you know, the power and he doesn't really have any ways to spend it other than the Iron Fist, really. And I mean, that is literally his only way to spend power. But the faster you can get to the Iron Fist, the more priority of a target he becomes. Yeah, opponent. and it also it also unlocks access to uh, Heroes for Hire, which can help. Well, Everyone's got it online all the time. Right. Let's think about this, too, though. If you throw in Iron Fist, so we've already talked about adding in Double Agent, and now we're talking about Heroes for Hire, does what comes out? Is Marked for Death coming out? Is Bird of Prey coming out? You know, what's coming out for these two tactics cards? I think it's got to be... Uh... Wait... We're only doing one. What? What's two tactics? You mentioned you mentioned double agent. With- oh, double agent. Yeah, the uh, the yeah. I think bird of prey is definitely one that we can talk. We can Absolutely, do. that can that can go. But now we got to make a decision between smash, marked for. I think it's between smash and marked for death. Honestly, but that's just me. Ooh, that is a tough one. Um, I love smash on this list. So I do too. But here's my one issue with smash: is it is very map dependent. And we already talked about having four, um, like four cards we're kind of taking all the time. Yeah. And how often is Smash going to take? Well, Smash is basically going to be in there when a four, a size four uh, terrain piece is on my side of the table in a position where Dormammu can safely get to it within one and then also impact the board. Well, so um, you, you also are discounting Rhino's ability to use Smash as well. I think that having a, a size three piece of terrain available for Rhino, which every board has at least one or two, uh, two or three maybe even, size three pieces of terrain, and Rhino being able to use that for his entire activation is pretty spicy. That's true. Um, but I wonder how often that gets put in over something else. That's one of the reasons I want to take out Bird of Prey is it just felt like you'll never use it. Uh, I'll probably, even if I'm playing it, I probably won't. Like, I think it's good in the mirror or not in the mirror, but like in the in fighting another Sam Wilson. Yes. But we're making me spend more money too, by the way. You're welcome. So double agent. Yeah. If uh, I pick a character, if they activate, then spider woman gets to remove her activation token. Correct. Hmm. And with you most likely having priority if Spider Woman's on the table. Right. That's so here they're both hard. So with Smash, that obviously makes Dormammu or Rhino do a lot of stuff. Mark for Death means it's stuff like Doctor Strange. So Doctor who are other characters that I can beat better Black with Cat, Mark for, You know, any Black of the web Cat. warriors. It's really good into web warriors. Yeah. But but that's Which the thing though, right? Like, it it is really good into those characters, but I mean, you're also throwing six plus dice with Dormammu, and then your other characters. I mean, it's I don't know because if you put that on a Web Warriors character, right? Like, let's say that you're going into Web Warriors and you're like, I need to kill Miles. Well, Miles shouldn't be close enough when this is on him in the first place to matter, right? Or it's like, okay, well. You don't put something like this on Gwen because she's only going to get the one reroll from the leadership anyways. And it's 
for Doctor Strange is probably who it's best for is a character like that because him not having Eye of Agamotto is the death nail. I can speak from experience, but it's only yes. for one round. And I mean, once you daze that character, it's over. And I, I feel like if you're trying, if the idea is to try to keep Dormammu and your other characters alive and spend their power, then something like Heroes for Hire becoming this card would be, or this card becoming Heroes for Hire would be, it would give you that flexibility in terms of like, oh crap, somebody's get, getting close on power. Let me, let me Heroes for Hire this real quick. Like, oh, you just did four out of five damage to Zemo and he's within three of an Iron Fist? Cool, he's going to Heroes for Hire that so he doesn't take one when he wakes up. Yeah, that makes sense. I think it's so hard. It it's, is hard. It's funny because remember when we were like, oh, eight is just not enough. We need 10. And then 10 came out and we're like, oh, yeah, now I feel like I have so much room. And now we're back to 10's not enough. We need more text. Uh, that's it. That's it. Uh, yeah, let's I'll try. I haven't taken Mark for Death yet. So let's take out Mark for Death. And we'll add in um, the other one. I actually took out uh, Bird of Prey for Heroes for Hire because I felt like that one was more necessary. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> And it's then a double agent. Yep. And then we've got uh, Mordo is becoming uh, Iron Fist. Iron Fist. Yeah. Love it. Cool. Well, we've spent literally half of a normal length show talking about this one list. It's a cool list. I'm sorry. It is. It is a cool list. And I think it's interesting because it's Dark Dimension is one of those things that you don't see talked about a lot. And I think that some of the things that we think about with Dark Dimension, while you can't necessarily translate what happens with Dark Dimension and Dormammu to everything, I think that the process is valuable. And Suits, let us know if you think so as well as we go through this. I know I've gotten a lot of comments about how people enjoy our deep dives on this, Merzane, just so you know. but. Um, it's one of those things. Keep letting us know. Let us know what you like, don't like about how we do these deep dives on these rosters because it's one of those things like part of the reason why I've picked some of the rosters that I've picked to go through during this exercise of changing up different rosters every week is because I want to, one, get exposure for myself. Two, I want to cover as many affiliations and roster combinations as possible because I think that that helps someone out there who might not play the same things as me. Like I can sit here all day and talk about convocation stuff, but not everyone wants to play convocation. You know, somebody wants to play dark dimension, X-Men, Avengers, criminal syndicate, all that stuff. So, uh, like I said, if you want to let us know how we're doing with this stuff, you can send us messages at housepartyprotocolpod at gmail.com. You can send us messages on our discord channel. If you want to be a part of that for as little as a dollar a month or 12 bucks a year, you can, Join our Patreon, patreon.com slash housepartyprotocol. Get access to the Discord. Come and hang out. And let us know how we're doing. Maybe get your list talked about on here. All of that fun stuff. So uh, make sure to check that out. And with that, Merzane, I, I think we're pretty much done with your Dark Dimension list. I don't have any notes on the crises. I think you made a lot of good good points on the crisis selections. Yeah. I, the, the what What we just talked about is basically what I was kind of concerned about. Like there's, this is still an ongoing list. Um, my plan was to sort of play it this season more, but I think I'm going to put that on hold and develop it in the off time 
and come back with us maybe next season. Uh, but I will be working on this list. This list is uh, in my in my head. It's in your head. It's, in it's your never head. leaving. Door mamu, door mamu, door. Sorry, I just couldn't Jesus. help it. <laughs> okay, so now let's move on and talk about this X Men Red list from Nellen. Which shout out to Nellen. We were supposed to play a couple seasons ago and just could not make it work out. Uh, we've been we've talked back and forth, and this timing is is never on our side. But uh, I, I got to say, I like this list a lot, and one of these days, I'm super excited to to play you, Nellen. But uh, this one looks really exciting. So, uh, Merzana, let's dive right in. You ready? I am ready. All right. So we have it's just called X Men Red, and the characters we've got Beast, Colossus, Honey Badger, Hulk, Logan the Wolverine, Storm. Red Guardian, Red Skull, Master of Hydra, Domino, and Juggernaut. Tactics cards, we've got First Class, To Me, My X-Men, Sacrifice, Fallback, Comrade's Keeper, Exceptional Healing, Mission Objective, Race for Impact, Jonathan the Unstoppable, and Dost Thou Knowest Whost I Amest. <laughs> if you get that. <laughs> <laughs> and then... uh for, I'm going to go ahead and go over the whole thing. Crises, Secure Crisis, we've got Demons, Gamma Waves, and Intrusions. For Extract Crisis, we've got Deadly Legacy Virus, Fear Grips the World as the Worthy Terrorized Cities, so Hammers, and everybody's favorite research station. So, this list, I do know a little bit about this list because our buddy Sean has played this one before. Shout out to the Sandbox out there. And... Basically, the idea is that you're playing Storm with Red Skull and Colossus, and everything is about keeping Red Skull alive so that he can just beat the crap out of people. Yeah. And uh, the other portion of the red is Red Guardian, because uh, uh, this was explained to me very particularly, is you take Red Guardian instead of a Heroes for Hire character, because Red Skull typically likes to spend all his power, so he doesn't have enough power to to use... <laughs> Right. Uh, heroes for hire, but Red Guardian will always have power to use Comrade's Keeper. Yep. Yeah, I mean, he, he, the thing about Red Guardian here is he has literally nothing to spend his power on except for his focused repulsion field and Siberian Shield Slam, but you're not likely to spend for the Shield Slam and the repulsion field. It's kind of like you don't really need it most of the time. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I love this. And in terms of making this list kind of kind of make any changes to this like i feel like beast is one of those characters that is kind of up and down like we talked about with your dark dimension list the wild on his acrobatic strike being a must place is so it's gonna get you caught sometimes you know yeah so but at the same time beast is really necessary for being a three threat with a medium base Exactly. Right. And if you noticed as we were going through this, we don't have a ton of X-Men characters. I mean, probably, I guess, half the list is really X-Men. Here you've got Beast, Colossus, Honey Badger, Logan, Storm, and Domino. And the rest are some pretty beefy boys. Some big boys, yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting, though, you mentioned the, the Storm Hop part of it. But if we've got characters like Hulk... 
we've got the Red Skull with his Hydragoons. You know, we've got a Juggernaut also. I mean, we've got access to characters that can pop us, right? And I think the biggest thing that we had to think about with this is the threat values we're going to be running, right? If the idea is to have Storm and Red Skull and Colossus at every turn, what does that look like? So that would be 8 plus 4 is 12. So we're starting at 12. And then Red Guardian makes us 15. That makes us unaffiliated, though. Oh, that's true. So we have to include something like a Honey Badger, a Beast, or a Domino. And I think that's why Beast and Domino are here, is to, to make it to where we can play at 16, 15, stuff like that. But, but that's the thing I'm seeing here. Oh, I guess we got Logan as the, the other four threat. So I don't know, man. Maybe this, maybe this is a pretty complete list. Yeah, this is a very, very labbed out list, I think. Uh, Why is Hulk here? This, uh, because Hulk is crazy. Well, Hulk uh, is amazing. I feel like if there's any flex, it's probably Hulk. But, like, what are you going to flex in that's better than Hulk? Well, nothing. <laughs> or it's it. I would say maybe Senor Thanos, but we're using all our all our uh, restricted cards. Senor being um, space and reality, of course. Yeah. Um, uh, but also he's eight threat as opposed to six, and I think that Hulk does a lot of what he wants to do at six threat instead. Yes. Um, uh, we talked about this a little bit in our in our LVO recap about Hulk is way better than he used to be, obviously because he got buffed, but also. With the new objectives, um, games are ending a little sooner. Um, they're not like lasting that last round that they used to. Yeah. Which gives you one less round to do damage to Hulk and one less basically set of opportunities to finish him. Uh, meaning you're going to see him survive a lot longer than you used to and actually like see the end of games more often, um, making him way better. Yeah. And and when we talked about our crisis here, as we mentioned before, the the extract crises are kind of neutral, but the secure crises are very slow. Demons, gamma now is much slower, and intrusions, all very slow. Yep. And like I said, in terms of threat values, those are the perfect threat values for us. 15, because that gives us our core of Storm, Skull, Colossus, and then slot in some three threat now interestingly enough we've got domino here and like i said beast is one of these x23 are we missing something i know domino here like the grenade bounce on a killy list when you're playing tall like that is super good so i don't yeah. necessarily think i want to take domino out i think that that slot can be either one i think it's a decision point of whether you want um domino whether you want the incinerate or you want like another character to be getting personal output and also be another target for exceptional healing. Um, yeah. Which a part of that too could be, I wanted whoever did this baby wanted one less character to worry about for exceptional healing. Cause it's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of brain power sometimes when you've got a bunch of characters to use it. Well, yes. And I agree with that as having played a little bit of weapon X, but also when we think about tactics cards, right, we've got sacrifice here again, keeping red skull alive Brace for impact, so we're taking those two pretty much every time. And then we've got first class, which we're definitely going to take because we're playing X-Men. So that's three out of our four right there. 
And then everything kind of becomes a little bit more situational. To me, my X-Men is one that I like, but I don't think we need every game. And then Mm -hmm. Fallback, I think, is definitely something that you'll be taking. So that you could say, like, maybe Fallback is four. Then there's Mission Objective, Jonathan, Do You Know, an Exceptional Healing Comrades Keeper, which we already know we're not going to be playing Comrades Keeper every time. But if Red Guardian's in the list, he's definitely coming with this card. Yeah, it's stapled to him. So I think we have room for a tactics card thinking of situation here. But I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Like putting a different tactics card in? Yeah, yeah, changing something out. What are you thinking about putting in? Well, I don't know. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I think when we think about characters and being attached to their cards and stuff like that, I think if we change any characters out that we have, we can maybe say to me, my X-Men could come out, even though it is one of your affiliated cards. Like, I don't, I don't think we have like have to have it. And then maybe the only difference is, is like if Colossus is out of position, you could to me to get him back into position closer to Red Skull. But what about when we're thinking about X-23, adding X-23 for Beast maybe, saying, okay, well, now we have more of a reason to bring exceptional healing other than just Logan. Logan and Honey Badger. Um, and Honey Badger. Well, yeah, but, you know. I, I would almost say I would rather drop Domino for X-23 and then drop something like Jonathan for maybe no matter the cost. Interesting. Um, I think to me, my X Men is just so versatile. I think like it is. I mean, I like things that are out of activation movement. As everyone that has listened to the show for any amount of time is, you know, that's what I like. But uh, it's interesting when I think about Jonathan because we have, other than intrusions, Jonathan is really useful in what we have here. Putting Jonathan on the back demon, putting Jonathan on the back gamma, I think is very useful. Yeah. But it's also probably where your storm sits, right? Probably. I, I again, this um this is like a really established labbed out list. Yeah. This uh X-Men Red is something that has been uh popularized very heavily. So uh we're a couple idiots trying to figure out ways to improve it. And, <laughs> we and, may and not that's be able the to, thing. This <laughs> I don't know. This is a really tight list. It is. And and when I'm looking at this, like really the only characters that are, are standing out to me worthy of maybe some consideration are, are Domino and Beast. Maybe Juggernaut, but man, maybe I, Juggernaut. I love Juggernaut because if you, like I said, we have that 12 threat core, right? So you throw a Juggernaut on top of that at 17. Oh man, get wrecked. Is that still affiliated though? Is it? No. Dang it. Well, I mean, don't do that. Uh. <laughs> but that that's where something like Beast comes in, I think. Is Beast is that medium is that is that medium base three points that you can rearrange your points just a little bit instead of Colossus? No, I think your, I think uh, Colossus is always in, dude. You think so? I well I think yes, because Red Skull, I don't know how much you've played Red Skull or played into him. He's Defensive-ish. Right. And you have to leverage his output. And if you don't have a way to consistently keep him alive, like Storm's leadership 
helps with getting cover unless they're right up next to you. So that's awesome. But also the idea of like, okay, you will not get through Colossus. And if you do, great. You've, you've taken a character that is literally only here to do one thing. And for me, it's kind of, I don't know. Like, and, and Colossus, having played a little bit of him lately, he's so much better on his injured side in terms of like just staying alive. Like He's good on his healthy side. Adding two dice to his defense roll is nice. On his injured side, he's counting blanks. It's just, you, it ain't happening. Yeah, it's like trying to kill Steve. It is. It's it's pretty nuts. And um, it's one of those things where I feel like if you're playing this list and, and the idea being Red Skull all the time, your Red Skull and Colossus are a pair. They love each other mm-hmm. and, and they want to be best friends. Okay. So... I don't know enough about the list to be able to argue with that. <laughs> so, well, okay, that's that's fine. So... I have another idea for Juggernaut. I love Juggernaut. I don't I don't want to take Juggernaut out, like, really. But, like, because at 19 threat, I said 17 earlier, but at 19 threat, you can throw a Honey Badger in there, boom, you're affiliated, and you got Juggernaut. That's That sounds fun. Yeah. And we have three 19 threat crises in here. So, yeah, that sounds awesome. But anyone that looks at this list is not going to let you play high points. I would think. <laughs> no, no, no. You're stuck on low points, friend. So, does Cable have play here as a five threat? Again, keep no. Red Skull alive, throw some extra dice, range five pew pews. I, I think the issue is you would rather have a, a higher priority target than two dice, right? Like, Juggernaut or um, what's other good five threat like? My mind is drawing a blank. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> I mean, it, there are a lot of good five threats out there, but like, you know, Ghost Rider could be an example of a character that could fit in here. Mm-hmm. I was thinking Ghost Rider just because yeah. he's fun. Yeah, Ghost Rider super fun. You know, I think I think Sentinel Prime could actually be an interesting one. <laughs> Yeah, but that's not thematic. What are you do- suggesting? I know, I know. It's terrible. Just leave me out of here. I don't know. But but Cable is one that I think is interesting. And then I think, like I said, Ghost Rider. I mean, I think Gene is like the saddest character ever right now. But like you could say Gene Gray could be it here. But that sounds, what am I? I mean, I'm laughing even saying it. <laughs> How dare you? I know. How dare you speak her name? I know. I know. This is terrible. Oh, she could be so good she's so bad i don't know maybe i'm trying to to shoehorn in something that doesn't need to be shoehorned in um yeah i think so like i, I think we can talk about like i liked your removal of someone for x23 right yeah domino is my choice but really like we kind of said there's just this is so tight there's not a lot to edit this is um if you, there's too many characters in here that if you change them out you fundamentally change how the list works. Yeah. Like Colossus, Beast, Honey Badger, uh, Logan, Red Guardian, Storm, Red Skull are all locked in. You can't move them. Right. Um, well, I, we can I, ma- I still think Beast is is on the chopping block, but that's just me. I, I know why you like him here, and I know the shtick, but like 
I think you're underestimating our boy beast. I mean, Hank war crimes. McCoy does a lot more than you think he does. <laughs> you're, you're probably right. And it's just one of those things I have just, it, it, you know, you have those nightmares or those PTSDs from just, Hey, you play this character when they first come out and they just get deleted immediately for a couple of games. And you're just like, okay, why am I even doing this? And then you realize, Oh, <laughs> well, I played beast into guardians of the galaxy where energy attacks are abundant. So maybe don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> that was your problem. Yes, clearly. But no, I, I, I think, I think if you're going to, like, any change we make is going to be very minor anyway. Exactly. Uh, there's no fundamental, everything synergizes so well in this it list. It does. Um, again, this is a very labbed out, like, tournament list people talk about. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to go against this list. So, so I definitely, I mean, are we changing anything? I, I think we leave, we, we say no, but with the asterisk that like Domino or Beast could be X-23 yeah. and like maybe swap out Jonathan or someone for, or something for no matter the cost to lean into that. But other than yeah. that, this list is this list. This is like, this is X-Men Red. Uh, that is, if you, if changing too much of this will make it not X-Men Red. Yeah. Yeah, and I actually I had a discussion about a different X Men Red list that a friend was playing. That was it was X Men Red, but it wasn't X Men Red. And I was like, "Well, what makes it not X Men Red?" And he's like, "Well, it's not literally this list." <laughs> well, there you go. I mean, this is one of those things where it you made a really good point. If we change too much, or if we change really more than more than like a very minor change, it really fundamentally changes things. And if this is the list we go with. When and where do I deploy Hulk here? It's, I think, does Red Skull become Hulk at some point in the list building um, process? I'm not sure about that, but I do think one good place for Hulk would be like on, um, we, you talked about 19, you can get Juggernaut. Well, uh, uh, if you get like the, what's the five, the Sinister Scoundrels, that's yeah. a really good place for Hulk. Hulk really likes that one. Oh, yeah. Believe it or not. Oh, yeah. um, we, unfortunately this, uh, this doesn't have the mean tech that we could talk about with Hulk and juggernaut. Uh, but there's no, no. Uh, some really mean tech you could do with juggernaut and Hulk and mystique. We might talk about in the future, but yeah. Yeah. So yeah, f have fun fi trying to figure that one out suits. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll just leave that one right there and bring it back another time. If you don't, if you already know, don't answer, but if you can tag me and, tell me what the tech is or message me and tell me what the tech is because you figured it out. Not because you already know. Right. Uh, exactly. I'll, I'll give you a virtual cookie. There you I'll go. I'll send you back a gift of a cookie. <laughs> All right, cool. So we've got our X-Men red hit list here and uh, yeah, I mean, this is, this is good. Uh, the only, maybe, maybe I could say change out deadly legacy virus. Cause you really have no answer for it, yeah. but it's um, 19 threats. So like, that's super good. What does it become if you take it out? I'd say Montesi, but yeah, you're giving people a beam, you know, that's kind a of a mystic beam too. Right. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely not scrolls because you don't want your people moving paranoia maybe, but that's 16 mutant extremists. That's a ton of extracts. You, you know, maybe, but I don't, but it does so. lock people in the middle. Yeah. I mean, sometimes maybe senators, maybe, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Either. Alien ships, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, I don't think there's a, 
I think there's things you could change, but you really like that threat value of 19, like I said earlier. You just got to hope that they don't have a better legacy virus pack, which thankfully legacy virus isn't nearly as crazy as it used right, to be. Right, right. So, cool. We'll, we'll lock that one in. And now let's talk about our good friend Schultz's Guardians. I'm sorry, Guardians of the Galaxy, <laughs> as he so eloquently put it. And uh, Merzane, would you like to go over this one? Sure. So in the Guardians, we've got Agent Venom, Beta Ray Bill, the two new boys, Ghost Rider, Groot, Hulkbuster, Magic, Nebula, Rocket Raccoon, Star-Lord, and Winter Soldier. So for tactics, we've got Brace for Impact and Follow Me as our restricted, Crew of the Milano, Deadly Duo, Deal with the Devil, Helios Laser Bombardment, Highway to Hell, Journey Through Limbo, Lovable Misfits, and We Are Groot. And then for Secures, uh, we have... Only two. Two of them. We have two. I, I was, I was double-checking. I was like, wait, wait, wait. Going back and forth between my monitors. <laughs> Demons Downtown has their come up, it's come due. Sword establishes base on Moon's Blue Area. And for Extracts, we have Fear Grips World as Worthy Terrorized Citizens, Paranoia Pummels Populous, and Research Station Attacked. Nice. Okay, so... Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> I just I love saying that, by the way. Uh, so Schulte said that this is what he's kind of tinkering with for Adepticon. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to go through this a little bit, talk it out a little more, and maybe see what we can figure out here. But right off the rip, I do want to say I love this list quite a bit, actually. And I do think there's some changes that we can make, though. Yeah, so, I think so too. Let's start with characters. Mm-hmm. So, Beta Ray and Agent Venom, the two new ones, I think are, are pretty great. I think Agent Venom is really good. I think that he really likes to play in the Guardians of the Galaxy, getting that re-roll, all of that stuff. It gives them access to a throw, which they desperately need at times. So I really like that. Being able to incinerate people also fantastic. Beta Ray Bill is a really good character. Also access to the throw, kind of tanky, real frontline kind of beater character. So I like both of them here. But I think one of them, I mean, play with the new toys. Right, but I think maybe one of them over the other one. I'm just not sure which. Someone's got to go. Yeah. Uh, as much as I hate to say it, I think the answer is Agent Venom. I agree with you. <laughs> because I think he's really, really cool and very good. Um, But I think Beta Ray Bill is going to be a little tankier for you and going to last throughout the fight longer. And that's something that, like, Guardians has enough guns, right? Yeah. You got enough ways to shoot people. And while the incinerate's great, having someone that can go in the fight and like duke it out with people means you're going to be getting more use out of the throw. And also means you're going to be getting like a distraction piece. So they're not going after your Groot and your Rocket or your Star Lord. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, that's the thing about Beta Ray Bill. He will wreck you if given the opportunity. And being immune to bleed, incinerate, and poison, I think opens up 
a lot of play, you know, and I think that maybe Agent Venom is here because of like the, the Project Rebirth with his free remove a special condition situation and like, oh, Demons is there. But don't forget, you have to activate him in order to use that. So if you get yeah. the incinerate, he better be your first activation or he's going to gonna die. Yep. So, so I'm kind of with you. And we also, I don't think it's a necessary card for Agent Venom, but we don't have foreign assignment, which I think is really, interestingly, the secret sauce for Agent Venom and Guardians is to be able, like you're not going to use all of, of the amount of, all of the things on that card, right? You're, you're not going to do it. But being able to say, okay, cool, I'm going to activate Ancient Venom. I'm within range two of Star-Lord. I'm spending my two power. I get to do a full auto for free. I'm gaining some power on my turn into a follow me. Like that kind of stuff I think is really spicy. Or vice versa, you activate someone like Star-Lord. You shoot someone. You hit and run. You shoot someone again. You're standing next to Venom. And then you're able to follow me into Venom. Venom then gets to do all the things. So, like, like I think that if you're trying to lean into that, then, like, if we, if we had foreign assignment here, then I think you could leave Agent Venom in because I think that that's a nice little bit of synergy with the Guardians that he has. But we don't have that, and I don't think that we want to try to necessarily lean into that. Right. So... That's my thought with Agent Venom. <laughs> it's it's so, it's uh, I feel so bad like being like no get rid of this new toy but I love Agent Venom for the record I just I think that in this list right now it, it's kind of interesting because Guardians like the stick and move strategy and Agent Venom plays into that but I think that Beta Ray Bill is the better option here and I think that maybe we can find a better character for Agent Venom. Yeah, I I think that's true. Um, maybe even someone affiliated. Maybe, maybe uh, like Gamora. <laughs> I was thinking like Gamora, but I was also kind of thinking maybe Angela. And hear me out. The long move, two power, turn one. There is a lot of mid-range extracts that you can get right now, and we've got the paranoia and being able to move and kind of move back and be safe or move and have access to your throw move and have, have access to a Xyphos. If your opponent moved up early, I think Angela has with these new crises situations, like she's always been solid, but I think that she's worth looking at again in a list like this. Yeah. I think that that's probably a good call, but I think I would rather maybe look at her over someone else First, because there's a few characters I want to touch on. Okay, so let's um, talk about all the characters that we think we might want to get rid of, and then okay. we can circle back. All right, so you said Agent Venom. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say Magic. I knew it. Yeah, me too. I mean, Look, that was the next one on the chopping block for me. <laughs> magic is cool. I like Magic. I really like the idea of the... Um, uh, whatever her card is. Wow, Journey Through Limbo. Jeez. Yes. My brain... Um, but I don't know. I just don't feel like she does enough. And I think it's cool to have her with guardians for the rerolls, but I think there's just characters you want to have with the rerolls more than magic. Yeah. Um, and she's really not doing a lot for them. 
they're doing more for her. She's not really doing a lot for them. I agree with this. Uh, what's another one you're thinking? Well, that was like, th- those were my main two was Agent Venom and Magic. Like, oh. I think those were the two that like really stuck out. And, and I know if Schultze is listening to this, first of all, I also know that Hulkbuster, he loves Hulkbuster. I would probably rather mm-hmm. see Hulk here, but I do like Hulkbuster here as well. But I think I think that you could make the argument for swapping Hulk for Hulkbuster. I was gonna make the argument for swapping Hulkbuster for Iron Man, but well, so that <laughs> so I think you could potentially play both Hulkbuster and Iron Man, and Magic can become Iron Man. I think Iron Man in Guardians is real spicy. Oh, it's very fun. I played a lot of it. It was very fun. And I, I do feel like, though, if you swap out Hulkbuster for Hulk, then make Magic Iron Man, I think that's really interesting. That's potentially pretty good. Yeah, like, I don't know if I want both Hulkbuster and Iron Man because you want to be flexible. But, right. Uh, although, some people will let you use that Iron Man Hulkbuster model as your regular Iron Man model, and that means it's one less model on your tray you have to worry about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um i don't know it's um it's tough so in terms of characters other than that so like we've already said i think agent venom and then magic and then hulkbuster are other than those three i think every other character here is legit i mean ghost rider is a guardians of the galaxy character in like let's be real he definitely honorary guardian of the galaxy yes it is his favorite spot so I don't see taking Ghost Rider out, even though you could. But yeah. I, I want to leave Ghost Rider in there. And Ghost Rider is one of the reasons um, I'm kind of uncomfortable with all these high threats. We've got like two fours and a six. Yeah. And like, if you're running a bunch of high threats, uh, Ghost Rider becomes a little bit more sad. And then also, Helios, Helios is good in Guardians because... Iron Man is three points and you get another character alongside of him and like five more characters, three or like four to five more characters on top of that. So you just have like a bunch of dudes to able to pay for this, this attack uh, and not worry about it. The same thing with like Sam spam. But when you're doing like Hulkbuster, he's got to spend a lot of his power to make it work. And then you have less like ceiling power wise. Yeah. Like it's still good to do four or five characters, but it's not as good as having six. Yeah. And I, I think that the reason that a Hulkbuster, an Agent Venom, and a Magic specifically are here is to provide that control element that Guardians is missing. But I think with a character like Beta Ray Bill, you're gaining that bit of control. If we put in a character like Iron Man, gaining that little bit of control, and then letting a character like Nebula and Star-Lord do their thing, Rocket and Groot do their thing. So... I mean, I could see I, us dropping Hulkbuster for something else, too. Well, I don't want to get Schultzy mad at us because he'll tag us a lot and he'll tell us a lot of mean things. <laughs> uh, so here, here's my proposal. Let's keep Hulkbuster and, and do the magic for Iron Man swap. Okay. Um, so that we can keep him satiated and <laughs> contained for at least another day. Keep the Chonky Boys uh, alive and well. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, then he gets to play with Tony at whatever point value he wants. Yeah. And, and he'll be happy. Um, but I, I do think you're right. I think if you're going to asterisk, if someone else wants to play this Hulkbuster for Hulk is probably great. 
Yeah. And I mean, is is there another character that we could say Hulk, like if we're not trying to stay chonky, like is there trying somebody else? uh, mm, Well, depending on what you swap Agent Venom out for, like this could become Gamora. Yeah. Um, Or Crimson Dynamo is another really good one, I think. Yeah. Oh yeah. Crimson Dynamo in Guardians is a very nice, very nice bit of tech. I mean, you could also do Sentinel Prime. Yeah, I think Sentinel Prime is a solid piece of tech there too. I think I don't think it has to be a big big threat, but I do think we need to find a spot for Angela. Just I don't know, something something's calling my name for Angela right now. <laughs> this could also be Angela. I think this is like your your flexible big slot. Yeah. To do your Sentinel Prime, your Angela, whatever whatever tech you want to throw in, I think this is I think Hulkbuster's where you can do it. Yeah. I think Hulk's probably one of your better ones. Agreed. Um, but you can do you, but the, the world's your oyster on this one, I think. Yeah, for sure. So I'm going to go ahead and, and change the list here. We're going to take magic out and put Iron Man in, but we got to figure out what we want to do with Agent Venom. I hate to say it, but I think Agent Venom just becomes Gamora. I think Gamora just does more at four threat. I think you still want two four threats for this list, just in case for, for some change up and for some flexibility. But also, she's a stealth long mover, which I have said again and again and again is really good. Oh, yeah. Um, And then she also hits like a freaking truck. Oh, yeah. Oh, Uh, oh, oh, most definitely. She hits like a truck and um, has has pounce. So she doesn't have a throw per se, but she does have a way to cause a collision. Well, you know, controlling Uh, through murder is also a thing you can do. Murder is the best form of control. <laughs> Not the most consistent, but it is, in fact, the best. Uh-huh. So I was, I honestly think the Agent Venom for Gamora is the good swap here. Um, okay. Just to get another good melee character and a good stealth long mover. Yep. All right. I, sw- I made that swap, too. We're on the same page. Yay! Yay! I mean, it's one of those things where I've played enough into Guardians where I feel like I have some sense of them. I've played a little bit of Guardians, but I've played a lot into them. And I know that it's one of those things where Gamora is a really strong character. She can go down fairly easily, but it, it depends on the situation, right? And but when she wakes up, she's clapping back and clapping back hard. Now, yep. the interesting thing here is we aren't hurting, I don't know why I enunciated it like that, for being affiliated so we don't have to make this gamora slot or agent venom slot we don't have to make it an affiliated character true and and that's that's where i'm thinking kind of like we're on the same page insofar as like yeah gamora's great but maybe this is crimson dynamo i would say crimson dynamo is fine i do like a long mover stealth so crimson dynamo or spider woman could be really cool here. Oh, Spider um, Woman. Oh, that see. And that's and that's not just because she's the new hotness, to be fair. That but, also opens the door for uh double agent. I think yeah. Would, and and I do think we have a tactics card slot we can play with. Uh well, I know we have Journey Through Limbo we can exactly. play with. Exactly. <laughs> we also potentially have Crew of the Milano to play with. It that's a it's a good card. It's a good card. But I think it's the tenth card. Yes. Um, so crew could drop for something like double agent. Um, 
Another interesting one for one of these two slots we're talking about is Rhino. I know. Another oh, my new God. Hotness. I know. Um, I, but he's, just, he's super good. All right. So how about this? How about this? How about we, we take Hulkbuster out and we put Rhino in and then we add in Angela? You're a monster. I'm just saying. Um. Hmm. And look, I know, I know Schultzy loves that booty on that rhino model. I mean, how could he not? I'm just saying, he did not skip butt day. He really didn't. <laughs> and and um, I will say, we do have a theme at this point in, in our, our TTS special reports for the season of wanting to put rhino everywhere. Oh, Rhino is so fun, though. He's one of the most fun characters. He's, but he's right so now. much fun. Exactly. So, you know, let us know Let us know why we're wrong <laughs> to want to put Rhino everywhere. I would love to know why I'm wrong about it. Rhino is, like, secretly the best fourth threat. Fight me about it. <laughs> okay. For real, though. I mean, where where I, is, is this out of control for my thought process? Because I... I, I my, my thoughts are... Magic for Iron Man and Agent Venom uh, for Gamora. I'm going to say Dynamo. Okay. Or Gamora, asterisk. Either one is fine. And then Hulkbuster. If your name is Schultz, exactly, it's fine. But for anyone else that looks at Hulkbuster and say, well, I don't want Hulkbuster and Iron Man, that's your big boy flex spot, right? That's Hulk, Angela for people named Will. I'm just saying. I, I'm just saying. Like, look, <laughs> Angela is, is is like the much maligned five threat of five threat awesomeness. But like, let's just take a second to appreciate what Angela does well. And it and in most other places, she is not the right choice. In Guardians of the Galaxy, though, especially with our midline objective shenanigans that we have right now. There are few characters better suited to that. I I definitely think she has her place. I but I think it depends on what you want to do with the list. Right. Um, and I think she'd be really I think she's really good paired with Gamora. Oh. Cuz it's two long movers. Yeah. Uh you got a lot of maneuverability. Um So I think it's kind of like Guardians is another weird one like you can kind of configure this. You can almost insert anyone into Guardians of the I know, right? I mean, we could we're not even talking about Thanos. Hulkbuster could just be Thanos. I like, know. I thought that this too. Is the, this is the best list for Thanos, but I'm pretty sure Salty doesn't want to play Thanos. So. Yeah. So let's see. All right. I got to say, I, I don't know what list I'm leaning towards playing in the coming week, but it's, I kind of want to try this. Like I want to play mm -hmm. that X-Men red list a lot. Because I, I I don't have a ton of reps with that, and it seems super fun and super tight. But I kind of want to try this also. What I'm hearing is you're too scared to lose with my, my Dark Dimension list. Correct. Like this is also true. <laughs> I'm protecting the zero at this point. And, and we're assuming I'm going to win this week, but I doubt I am. So, you know, there's that. You're an undefeated baby. I know. All with new lists. Unpredictable. Unpredictable. That's right. I'm just throwing everybody for a loop. But... If I play this, if I play this Guardians list, I think I trade out Hulkbuster for Rhino. Yeah, I think that's fine. I think that's acceptable. And then we've got Crimson Dynamo in here and Iron Man. Oh. And I think that's good. Yeah, I'm gonna 
I'm going to put that in there because if I play this, that's what I would want to do. So I'm putting Rhino in for me. And I won't put Angela in. Won't do for it. For you. Even I think you could put Angela in if you put in Rhino. I think that's fine. Well, that's the thing. I would have to take out Crimson Dynamo. Oh, uh, true. And I do like Crimson Dynamo here. Um, and I want to explain why I think Crimson Dynamo in Guardians is, is a really nice thing. One of the things that Guardians has a hard time doing typically is surviving uh, a lot. And being able to disruption field people is really nice. And then also being able to potentially get that shock on having the re-rolls to really be like, okay, I'm targeting X character to shock them, I think is really strong. You know, being able to, to yeah. re-roll all that. Then you, um, you also don't have a lot of like area attack. Like your, your one action is typically spent doing one attack or one move. Yeah. And he's really good at like getting two or three guys under a beam and then attacking them twice. Yep. And Very so that's good. a really good, that's really good threat saturation for the, uh, for the, for the guardians. Right, right. And I also I took out Journey Through Limbo and added this is a robbery. Yeah, and as then, God intended. Yep, that's that's it, definitely it. And then, to your point, I think crew of the Milano can probably go away. Yeah, it's okay. It's not a bad lit. It's not a bad car, but it's no. your tenth. Um, it's probably better as mission objective. Yeah, I was thinking mission objective, recal, or fallback. Kind of the top three generic choices, I think, right now. <laughs> the next one to be limited. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, I think mission objective. We'll go with mission objective. because I think so, too. You need some, some voodoo protection. Yes, yes, definitely. Cool. We are objectively missioning. And now we got to finish up these crises and finish up this extra thick episode. Yep. And we've got sword demons and then some other secure that we need to decide on mm -hmm. and i kind of don't know <laughs> i think that was schultz's problem too i feel like i know like you don't want scoundrels because you don't want the enemy you, you want to be farther away than than the range two uh-huh i don't think gamma is the best option here even gamma is great. Say I don't hate it. But so here's here's what you can do with Gamma, right? So you do uh Rocket, Groot, Star Lord, that's eight points, right? No. Yeah. That yeah, that's eight points. It's eight points. And then you do Hulk at thirteen points. And then We took Hulk out. Oh. That's right, we didn't do Hulk. We did Rhino instead mm -hmm. of Hulk. Ah, uh -huh, we did. You do Rhino and Beta Ray Bill. Oh my god. Oh my god, that sounds awesome. I'm putting Gamma in. But if you're one of the ones like me who said Hulk was really good, Hulk and Hulk and Nebula. Does that this work? Is, does that hang on, 15, does that math work? Like it's Gamma's fifteen. And then if No, you, it doesn't, you're right. Yeah, so I, don't, like, I don't know how to count. Well, hang on. Mayor Fisk or Cosmic Invasion? No, yeah, that's terrible. No. Well, so okay, so Rhino and um a winter soldier or something. Yeah, yeah. Rhino and Iron Man. True. You could do those. You could also also do Groot for Nebula and then do do the two fours. Yeah. For the six and two. Oh, that sounds so... Uh, yeah, I'm putting in Gamma because that just sounds fun. Because I think this is where people run 
Isn't this where people run Thanos? I thought they ran Thanos at 15, but I could be wrong. I'm not sure. I know a lot of people love Thanos with the Guardians. It's a very... Oh, no, no, no. It's at 19. It's at 19 because yeah. you, you run drags. Yeah, there you go. You change some stuff around. But so, yeah, 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 yeah. This is a... We're not playing Thanos. No. And, and we're going wide enough to where we should be able to cat points pretty good. Yeah, and here's the thing. Like... There was, I think that people are still stuck in old form of Gamma Waves where, like, if you didn't have the better Gamma Waves plan, you just lost. But new Gamma Waves is a lot more fighty and a lot longer because you can't score six points from the secure. Right. So you, you have a lot more, like, it's a lot more forgiving to play on uh, Gamma now. And yeah. you want to you you leverage the lower points. I think so too. I think the only other like asterisks that you could maybe want to throw in here would be something like an infinity formula because getting the guardians, their power is a very nice thing. I would almost say mutant madmen because it's, I think it's a better th- point value and you don't want your opponents to get power. They're right. going to get a lot of power. When well, you, I mean, when you... you're going to be deleting them with attacks, right? True. I guess you can get deadly duo online better with. Infinity yeah. Form. So yeah, I think either one. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna stick with Gamma though because I think it sounds more fun to just like try to get some crazy <laughs> list in there. Yeah, Gamma's nuts. Yeah, yeah, I think Gamma sounds good. And then as for extracts, I have no notes. Like research station, you you might just lose to a criminal syndicate player, but at the same time, I'll take that chance. Yeah, and I don't hate our fifteen that we just talked about. Yeah, I think that um, I think that the the extracts look really good. Yeah, everyone loves hammers. Everybody, everyone. Uh, Parano- Paranoia pummels populace is a super good objective. It and is. And research station is good for you because you, everyone's gonna have to pile on the point, and you just shoot them. Yeah. Or and you pile on the point with your tanky boys. The only other one I think that you could say is like maybe paranoia becomes mutant extremists, the senators. Because I don't think I don't think you have the tech for that. I was gonna say I think that the the problem becomes like trying to move around and whatnot. But, yeah, yeah. Paranoia yeah, is really good. I think good. That, that one's one you don't have the t- You have the, the people for it, uh, but you don't want to be caught yeah. playing that without the tech. That's fair. Very fair. I think Weapon X plays Paranoia the best right now, personally. Oh, because they, they heal the they damage? They heal, yeah. Yeah, that's true. But I don't think, like, I don't want scrolls. God, no. Just don't move me, please. You hate scrolls. Scrolls is such a good objective and you hate it. Uh, what? I don't want to be moved closer to my opponent. You just move back. Oh, that's terrible. I, if I have to double move to get to the thing. That's why you take long movers. Long movers get to get to I yours see. in a oh, single move. Oh, so, wait, so Angela? Uh, I don't know if... Well, Angela gets to yours in a single move. I don't know if it gets to your opponents, but so does Gamora. Gamora. Right. That's why, that's why I've been preaching... Uh, short range or long range stealthers. So like also the, the, the deadly meteor, the closer one to you, a long mover can get to in one move. Right. I knew that one. Uh, so you can get your, your, your nearby, um, your nearby scroll in one move as well with any long moving character. Yeah. But that's only one, you know, you got three other ones out there on the board. <laughs> yeah. But the side ones, you're not as worried about getting pushed closer and you can utilize train cause it's a push. It's not an advance. Right. So you could do like what, what I did in Midnight Suns is I um I moved Hulkbuster up, I bumped, moved, grabbed theirs, uh, 
didn't get pushed, moved back, and then used him to body block whoever picked up mine. Nice, nice. So, yeah, I think, man, maybe I do want to try scrolls here. No, don't, I don't like it. Don't do it. I don't like it. <laughs> let, let your hate consume you. Just, I think this extract layout is good. I think it is. I think too. you don't need to make any changes. Okay, cool. So, so we've got this list and we've got the X Men Red and then your Dark Dimension list. Which one are we choosing this week, Merzane? I think Guardians. I think so too. Because uh, I, I think X Men Red, we know what X Men Red does, right? Like you've played against it. Uh, I think Guardians will be fun. It's not, you don't have to melt your brain like you will with my Dark Dimension list to pick, <laughs> figure it out. Yeah. Uh, you'll be able to pick up and play it and have fun. Yeah. I think so too. I think that's the way we go. And I'm, I'm sure Schultz would love to see the outcome of his Adepticon possible list. So show him what it's like to not play with Hulkbuster. Right. Yeah. There you go. Yep. That's it. So yeah, we're going to go with this guardians list because I, I don't have a ton of reps with guardians, but I've got plenty against them. So this should be a lot of fun. I love it. Doing the winging it, all that fun stuff. It's going to be a good time. So we'll do the guardians list for week four. So our week three, we're going to be playing Criminal Syndicate. Uh, and if you want to watch that match, you can check out twitch.tv slash DarthBalls05 to come over and hang out and tell me all the things I'm doing wrong. And if past matchups that my opponent has played is any indication, it looks like he's also playing CS. So it could be like a nice little mirror match, which seems really weird and makes me wish that we had versatile strategy now. Hmm... Remember when someone said versatile strategy was cool? Yeah, I do remember that, but I literally only think that it was uh, for <laughs> for the mirror. You know what I mean? Like, like the mirror mm -hmm. makes a lot of sense. But anyways, I digress. Merzane, where can people find you? You can find me at the Gamers Guild podcast where uh, all fine podcasts are sold. Love it. Yeah, make sure to go check that out. Also, make sure to check out BattleKiwi.com. There's a link in the description and use the promo code PARTYKIWI to get 10% off your first order with them. Battlebox is legit. Don't sleep on it. I've been saying it for a while now. And uh, yeah, it's it's wonderful. So make sure you check that out. And then also follow us on the social medias, Facebook, all that stuff. Check out the YouTube channel. Anytime I do a Twitch stream, the video will be up on YouTube not long after that. So you can check that out. It's just House Party Protocol on YouTube. You can check the link in the description there as well. Uh, make sure, like I said, like the Facebook page, all of that stuff. We currently have a giveaway going for Beta Ray Bill and Ulick and Agent Venom and Spider-Woman. So check out the Facebook page for the details there. It's going to be ending next week, I think. So we got one more one more time or maybe two more times worth of, of special code words, which we need one. For today, Merzane. Big boy. Big boy. I love it. And that's big boy, either regular spelling or with an I if you're feeling saucy. You know, because exactly. reasons. So make sure to send us that special code and you can get a bonus entry into the giveaway. I am tabulating all these codes right now. I will make sure to send a message out to everyone that has sent some in, letting them know that I got them. It'll be happening soon. So if, uh, if you've sent me those messages and I haven't gotten back to you yet, fear not. It will be soon that I am getting all that information back to you guys. But don't worry. I'm, I'm keeping everything in a spreadsheet, so we're good to go. And, uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think that's about it. 
for Zane? Yeah, sounds good to me. Yeah, all right. And like I said, don't forget to check out the Twitch if you're interested. Uh, my match is looking like it's going to be Friday afternoon, so I'll make sure to make a post on Facebook and in the Discord when that's happening. If you are interested in checking out the Discord and being part of our wonderful, amazing community over there, maybe getting your list talked about over here, it's uh, patreon.com slash housepartyprotocol. And like I said earlier, for as little as a dollar a month or 12 bucks a year, you can come and hang out and chit chat with us and, and talk about all kinds of fun stuff. Marvel Crisis Protocol, Shatterpoint, Snap, all that good stuff. So with that, party on, Zane. Party on, Will. And power down suits. Mm-hmm.